0: The following podcast contains subject matter that may be unsuitable for more sensible listeners. used specs here do not reflect that of inner community that you would want to be a part of. Listener destruction is mandatory. Mama what this trins me. No 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 no, no. when you're done. <laughs> no, we're good. This
1: is definitely going to be the intro
0: to the show, though. <laughs> Hello, welcome to... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>
1: I'm going to make you squirt
0: hot tea out of
1: your nose. Hi, welcome to Tranifesto. I'm one of your hosts, Madeline. I'm a total asshole, and none of you should regard any of my opinions with any validity. I am joined by... Ree Carter. I know everything, and I'm really smart, and no stuff. And we're also joined by...
2: Amelia Blair, I was going to say the same thing, actually.
1: So, so we're joined by two smart trans women, uh, both uh, experts in their field. Of
2: what's my field? Uh, what would you like your field to be? Like a nice grassy one.
1: All right, cool. Yeah. Like a soccer field. Yeah, soccer yeah. Field? Football yeah. field. football field. Football yeah, field. More of a field of dreams kind of girl. Like if you build did, it, you, did you build it? Yeah, and they came. They came. Yeah, all over it. A bunch of men <laughs> just, just <laughs> in sports 70, uniforms, mostly ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> all coming over each other. This is my ideal world. All Thanks. right, Ray.
0: So speaking of things that people made.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's uh, do our segue. In our very
0: first episode, we are talking about the movie from 2015 called The Danish Girl, which...
1: Oh, was it 2015 movie? It was 2015. Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Sure. So...
2: I thought it was 1926.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, God. That too. So, we're going to go into this assuming that you've seen the movie. Um, oh, we didn't even
1: discuss what the point of this podcast is. We're,
2: like, awful at this. We're terrible. Should we No, starting, the, should no, we no, start no, keep going, keep going. I keep think we going. should start again. No,
1: no, we absolutely should just keep going. Traduction I can always the, cut this up okay. later on, so don't we're worry. We're going to
2: cut it to shit. We're going to do, like, a... <clears throat> invasive operation (laughs) on its genitals (laughs) what's the worst that can happen i'm gonna go back for it five times if anybody ever makes a movie about
1: this they'll say twice yeah four
2: revisions and a botched uterus
0: (laughs) (laughs) i figure if you put a uterus anywhere that it's not supposed to be i think you have a problem
1: you say this like there's alternatives like i can walk into like fucking bed bath and beyond yes I want the uterus. No, I'm a just picture, I'm just
0: imagining. Like, I feel like you'd have a similar result if you just took a uterus and just tucked it in, in someone's car window or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel that, like that would that would have a similar effect
1: to, as there, the end of this movie. There's some gender anarchy just throwing a uterus inside a car, and be like, "You're a woman now." <laughs> Thanks, Volkswagen.
0: That's very very second wave of oh, you. Yes,
2: <laughs> no, odd. see, they didn't include the uterus transplant in the movie because they didn't want to give trans women hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is all one giant conspiracy it's the illuminati that's keeping that's us from getting trans. uterus
2: implantation you could do that what? <laughs> okay so
1: dangerous dangerous thoughts. we're keeping most of this by the way i <laughs> maybe refuse to you can, cut. maybe you can
0: put this at the put this at the end no absolutely not on the first episode of tranifesto we're going to be talking about the movie the danish girl which came out in 2015 which stars eddie redmayne as the first trans woman to ever get a sexual reassignment surgery um, for the
2: record,
1: Eddie is not trans Actually,
2: no. so, it was the second Trans woman in real life Oh, actually? Yeah. actually? Huh. Yeah. But oh. in the movie it's not Yeah, in the
0: movie it's the first So, in that case, let's start With like the obvious issues Of this, because most people Agree that this is Bad representation for trans people And kind of a mistake And I think that's a fairly Uncontroversial opinion
2: yeah do we, I, do we have to talk about how she's played by a cis guy well
1: no I'm just I'm I just mean, getting yeah. that I'm L- getting that just, out of let's the, just address that right off the we're bat we're taking
2: that as red can we just say that and
1: yeah we don't have to address it ever bad let's go cis man playing Mistake. trans woman bad Bad. Bad. Yeah. Not the best but,
2: idea. Yeah, bad. there we go. Perfect. Yeah.
1: We can just gloss over all this. If you so, tune in for that, there, go there's like, the payoff. Go
2: like read a Medium article. Basically,
0: if you know <laughs> if you know anything about this movie, it's that read that Read a what,
2: fucking book. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> if you know anything <laughs> about this movie, it's that, it's that that happened and
2: it's bad. Yeah. So, all right, we've established this. So mm-hmm. we
0: wanted to get into some of the things that we felt about it that we haven't necessarily seen.
2: Let's get to the specification.
0: Well, okay, yeah. that's the one that yeah that that, that is the pay dirt that is
1: the pay dirt for
2: the if you know if you know this. two
0: things about this movie, it's that it plays like a soft core. all my notes fem. here are
1: just when does the sussification end uh I see <laughs> something about forced fem porn like this is basically all my notes
2: no, it takes about five minutes for this movie to get just obscenely horny,
1: yeah, like I just like again, I said it before I'll say it again, I think we should have all been in separate booths watching this movie, like <laughs>
0: because me and Madeline have seen this movie before. Amy has not. Yeah, and I have not. In my recollection, I do not
2: remember the movie. I've never getting... actually seen a movie before this. Yeah, yeah no, this is how your is first. This, how does this
1: feel? It was your first yeah, movie. By the what's, way, what's your opinion you of the movie? You do know medium? this sold the actors' souls, right? It's like this is we do now legally own. Well, them.
2: that's like the real people. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I didn't think that they would actually get. Um, <laughs> the real people to play themselves. No, in the exactly. movie.
1: it's actually all turnips. It's uh, <laughs> the entire movie is just played by turnips. But yeah, no, I, I definitely remember, like, this movie being not so horny. Like, it's, I'm sorry, there's no other way to describe this. I was hoping to have, like, a higher level of uh, verbiage It just gets podcast. very horny very quickly. Oh, my
2: God. Like, I... No, like, the first scene with Gerda is just her doming some dude she's painting.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, this is right, Yeah. It's just, like, it's it's my ex-girlfriend all over again. It's just, like, it's just like <laughs> I'm just, like, just sitting there, and she's just, like, no, she'll not move. It's just... I mean, this is the the, the perks of writing a dating pro-dom. So. Which
0: is it's so interesting because I kind of get the idea of, like, you know, there's the narrative of, you know, the having the the true self deep inside of you and always knowing that you are supposed to mm-hmm. be different and needing some sort of inciting incident to bring it out. And I don't know how close this was to reality because we haven't read, like, the actual Lily L. diaries. But... It's just so horny, and yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. I
1: mean, and this is coming back to the whole point of just the idea of this is made for, I guess our original thesis, this movie is made for cis people. That would appear into their, what they think the uh, the trans life is. Because like through your own research, this was a fictional tale written by a man. Research. Yeah, research. You're five minutes on the internet. Um, but, like, it was it was a fictional tale written by a man who thought, like, oh, I know of this person, so I will make a show based on this. And it was...
2: Well, yeah, and there's this idea that you can write a story that is based on a true story, but isn't trying to be a true story, but still, po- like, posits itself as though it is...
1: Yeah, this like this is like that old kids cartoon where it always started with like uh, it's like this happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. It's just like none of this is accurate. And so like
2: the cis writer gets to capitalize on the fact that this is a real person while telling the story that they themselves want to tell.
0: Which you know if you're writing what is essentially a biopic, Cause that is sort of what the genre of the biopic is, yeah. or the not but. Also, from what I can tell, the novelization is much more fictional than, like, your average biopic, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like, as it's, you know, using a fictional person to create a sensational story. Also, but just staying in the beginning of the movie, can we talk about Eddie Renmain's like, soft boy egginess? Oh, yeah,
2: no, at least
1: you nailed that down.
2: No, he perfectly portrayed the awkward pre-transition trans woman. Yeah, like, but how
0: how do you study for like? How do you get that? Yeah, so how good. You,
2: uh, how can you? Um, I, I guess prepare the best, for that role.
1: I think what Eddie Eddie did was is that in, in my research here, in order to get uh, 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 ready for the role, he would uh, go out and look at things, and then forget what he felt about anything, and then try to re- recall what feelings felt like. Because that is the only look I can describe his face. It was just like looking at something fascinating and just. Like, that was Eddie.
0: Yeah. Like, it is kind of strange because, like, all of the movements are so, so fey and just so woman trapped in a man's body. It's so much. It is. But also maybe, like, less obvious than I would have expected from, like, like, I think maybe Eddie Redmayne just a good actor so and is that's
2: that's the hot take of the
0: day because i'm just because i was thinking about the egginess and i was just thinking about like it's laid on so thick but also just in a way that i just can't imagine somebody being able to pull together without like some level of research because it's so thick yet a little bit too real you know what i mean like some of like the way the, the way that he did like the jokes and like the subtle redirections like ha ha, you caught me in my deep, dirty secret. Ooh, and just touching all of the clothing and just oh, everything's so you're so beautiful. You just you look so good in those I don't know
1: <laughs> girly aesthetics.
0: Ooh, it's so it's so nice.
1: So Eddie basically uh, talked to uh, I don't know, a company called our website called Page Six. It says, to prepare for this part, I read people's stories, studied their art, collected their thoughts, met transgender communities in L.A. I immersed myself in their lives, knew every transgender woman I could. I met their partners,
0: which is interesting because that's kind of like what I meant it's like it- it's not so much a man trying to impersonate what he feels like it would be to be like to a woman trapped in the body of a man, but specifically yeah. doing an acting version of all of like the weird specifics mm-hmm. of early and pre transition people, but laying it on with the thickness that you have to,
2: like, as an actor. Yeah, no, but, like, can you imagine you're in one of these queer resource centers in L.A., mm-hmm. and Eddie Redmayne walks through the door and asks you, like, how to act like he's an egg. And <laughs> 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 um, what would you tell him? Yeah, you're just, like,
1: busy making, like, fucking breakfast, and you just look over, and he's just like, I want to be an egg! You're just like, fuck.
2: How do I look like I am trans, but, like, I don't really know it? Yeah, because, yeah. no, that's exactly, if I was too... Describe what I was
0: like pre transition to somebody who just overacts that's exactly what it would have looked
1: like yeah,
2: so you just t- need to like act like you don't belong in a human body
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like I get a red shed and my reptilian self will come out
0: just imagine what it would feel like to have just the rotting meats of masculinity oh, strapped to God. you and just letting it slowly shuffle Risk. off of your flesh I- You're a repulsive
1: person. (laughs) I'm a meat fondue fountain.
0: (laughs) So I know you had a lot of problems with the way that they were taking the transition with the split personality of it all.
1: Oh, God. God. Okay. This is, again, this is, okay. One of the two things I really wanted to highlight for this movie is, first off, how attractive Hans was. But we'll get there. But the second. Oh, oh, pooty poot.
0: Sweet pooty poot.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> I've never wanted someone who looks like Nicolas Cage and Putin to fuck me so badly. Oh, God, just... But, just. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, all right, so the whole idea and one of the main overarching themes with the transition stuff is that uh, Eddie Raymond's character is like, I am two separate people. And this is probably, this comes up, I've heard this before in my own transition stuff like that, this is probably one of my top ten least favorite top five even least favorite trans things where it's just like the whole point of just like and this is how you can tell this movie was written by a cis person because like for most trans people we're the same fucking asshole like through and through mm-hmm. and like we're mm-hmm. just getting healthy so it's just like if, if someone went in for like you know at least on my end like if someone went in for like a treatment for another uh condition or something like that let's say for example somebody got chemo or one of the cases and they came out and you're just like oh you're a different person now it's like no i'm fucking not i just fixed the problem
0: well, I mean, cis people do love to just say that somebody's a different person if they change like anything about that themselves. That is true. Like, right. you're, like, you get a fucking haircut. That is a move. It's yeah. like you're just but not you anymore without your white guy dreadlocks.
2: <laughs> it was so egregious in this movie because she she did this like Doctor Jekyll, Mrs Hyde thing, yeah, where she would like switch completely as yeah. though she were a different person and then act like she didn't remember anything. And it's almost like the audience was meant to believe her. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and then it was just like oh no I wasn't doing it and because that wasn't me I that was wasn't Lily. cheating yeah that wasn't me well because
2: I think
0: that there's a part of it where I don't know how close that is to the real person's actual experience because I can imagine if you didn't have a point of reference I could imagine that that being a way to process th- things yeah to see like oh sometimes I feel like this and other times I feel like this and my p- only point of reference is this fancy new thing called schizophrenia that they just came up with like mm-hmm. yeah I would hate for anybody to assume that this is actually how trans people oh. are and I think that that's sort of the whole issue with this movie is that we are got a lot of interesting stuff out of it and like there are good things I liked about it and things I thought were really mm-hmm. stupid but I the, would hate for any cis person to think like to make any decisions or many any assumptions about what it's like to be trans Based on this movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. Something about that is the sexual nature yeah. of how she came to understand her gender, which is not necessarily inaccurate.
0: Yeah, because there's definitely, I mean... Lots
2: of trans women and trans people in general come to understand their identities through stuff like kink. Like, not all, of, not all trans people. Well, because part no, of it
0: is, I mean, true. you kind of have to, like, come to terms with your sexuality. This is
2: not, like, a totally foreign idea but the the relationship that intersection between sexuality and like gender identity is misinterpreted so badly in this movie yeah well it's
1: true yeah because it's like almost fetishistic rather than uh personal transformative yeah because it's
0: because this definitely borders on um like autogynephilia territory which is also interesting because you have to think of like how because a trans person has to come to terms with their sexuality like unless they're Ace or whatever, like they have to come to terms with their sexuality.
2: Ace people have to, as well. Well, you know
0: what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah like, I mean, obviously, it's different Wait, for everyone. don't
1: make us any enemies on the first episode. I don't want to <laughs> deal with the fucking emails. My email is attached to the fucking account for this podcast. <laughs> if I hear shit, it's going to be me.
0: Madeline hates all ace people and thinks that
1: no
2: please if anybody's yeah tweet at re if you have any problems yeah exactly
1: if you have any uh, complaints it's trashytrans at (laughs) aol.com that's the email address that she uses Mm -hmm. um well i'm just thinking
0: so basically i want to get back to it is the way that they (laughs) use sex in this as part of lily's transition i think is bad but also i'm wondering is there a way that you can talk about sex as an integral part of someone's transition in a way that wouldn't give cis people the wrong idea because especially like you know a lot of people start to figure out their gender identity like if they're trans or not they start to wrestle with those thoughts Mm -hmm. when they're going through puberty which especially if you're assigned male at birth you are being flooded with testosterone and every thought Mm -hmm. you have goes through your dick anyway. Yeah.
2: And the only, like, space where you ever feel fully allowed to necessarily explore stuff like that is often in the bedroom or... Exactly. ...through porn or through smut or whatever.
1: Yeah, and, like, in those situations, too, like, you know, when we were talking about the whole, like, you know, the safest place to explore, like, earlier when, like, in my early transition, it was very much, like, going to, like, house parties, king parties and stuff like that and feeling safe to do so Mm -hmm. that... Uh, and, and like part of it's just affirmation as well. Like it's like when you are, I was about to say you are sexed as a woman, but like I don't whatever. Um,
0: there there is no correct uh, terminology for anything. Yeah. So okay,
1: thank you very much. Okay, so when you are very whited as, uh, as a as a woman, there's Wait. a difference to it. There's a different energy to it. And yes, I believe which <laughs> are Who else is a sex symbol? Uh, John Mayer, Jack Johnson. When you are what? Jack John, John really? Mulaney, <laughs> when you are John Mulaney, <laughs> when you are spider-pigged up the <laughs> and you just... <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, there is a different energy that comes to it, and you want like that sense of validation that comes with it. I think the problem is, again, this comes back to the movie, which is the whole split personality thing. Like It's basically, like, okay, because you're a split personality, you have a right to cheat, you have a right to be an asshole. Um, Coming back to even what you said earlier, like we watched this movie earlier, and the first time we watched it, we had both had a very different feeling, you know, the sissification aside. But the whole idea that, like, I, the most, the most sanest person in this movie was the trans, or was the cis wife. Mm-hmm. That, like, she was totally on board. She was doing the best she can. She was number one ally. She did way more in a shorter period of time than she was asked.
0: And she had no way to deal with this stuff. And I think that's kind of interesting cuz i think yeah just to get to it the one character that i think what that was done in a realistic way was the partner like was the yeah. wife which is weird because it's another one of these things where you know i definitely recognized a lot of the stuff that she was going through like you know she like her partner was seemingly losing their mind in a lot of ways and unraveling yeah unraveling going like slipping into depression like going through something that she had absolutely Mm. no point of reference to and handling it in bad ways which is understandable because like you know lily also had no point of reference on how to deal with this stuff and she was like doing her best like trying to be supportive but also like being vocal and saying like I am losing my husband. I am like this stable thing I've had in my life is falling apart, which is interesting because when you're actually in that part of your life in a relationship, when you are dating somebody and transitioning, it's a lot harder to see that other side. And also chances are the other person is probably doing some like toxic, unfortunate stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean, the truth is that when you are transitioning, you have to be so selfish Mm -hmm. it is like you to to do it in a way that centers (coughs) yourself and centers your needs and actually will get you to a better place Mm -hmm. you need to be so goddamn selfish about your needs and And it's it's so hard to have that coexist with a healthy relationship
1: yeah because it mean like you know if i look back at it like because i was married for like point in time, like, seven years, eight years, and stuff like that, like, you know, I can only imagine what it was like for my partner at the time, Mm -hmm. but, like, it is a situation, because, like, you know, inherently, I don't like to think of myself as an overly selfish person, but, like, I had to come to terms with that at the time, like you said, and that's okay, too, I guess that's a lot of things, but, like, you need to remember what you're doing and how it impacts people, and that's, Mm -hmm. I kind of feel this movie lost a little bit with Eddie Redman's character. Oh, absolutely, like, like, just
2: immediately cheating on her. Yeah, and just, like, feeling
1: justified just because i am this person therefore i get to be an asshole and if you call me out on it you're wrong or the movie frames me as wrong
0: which when you're in that situation is also very easy to say which is something i think that mm-hmm. you know ever like especially like you know trans people can easily 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 say when the other person is handling it badly that they're they are the victim which you know a lot of times like obviously they are but also it's like more complicated than that and also and like you know being farther from my transition being x amount of years in it's interesting to look back and say see oh i handled that badly they handled Mm -hmm. that badly but i handled that the best i could and i think that they handled it the best they could oh yeah given the things at their disposal and obviously like everybody could always do better and like you should always hold people accountable for doing more within their abilities but i think that one thing that this movie just really brings up in makes really apparent is the fact that when you have when you are in that situation there is almost nothing you can do and everybody's going to suffer unless things work out and like obviously depending on the person but like a lot of times that's just the way it t- turns out but also like the wife the actress um I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong Alicia Vikander I think yeah, she good. was really she was good oh, oh she she was was fantastic. 100%. yeah she yeah But like because the one thing that I remember the first time I watched this was this Like, I I told you about this, this look that she has where uh, Lily is just like blooming fully into herself. And Mm -hmm. like um, the wife, her her character is just like miserable completely and just looking and just you can see specifically in her face that she is so happy for her partner, like so happy that her friend is doing well. But her life is falling apart, and she doesn't know what to do about it. And that's just a look, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like that you can just like an expression that you can have that she absolutely nailed, and it's devastating.
1: Yeah, because I think like we've all seen it, especially when we started transition, we Mm -hmm. saw that kind of look in our partners' eyes, at least some caliber of it. Not
2: just partners. Well, family
0: members too. Like the whole like I'm happy for you, but this is also terrifying for me. And we also think that you know. Well,
2: and like a good like she's a good ally in this movie because she feels that way and she still does her best not to center that feeling
1: yeah because i mean like it's it's weird to think about it like Mm -hmm. in this discussion is kind of dawning on me but just like people's and and i think incorrectly so Mm -hmm. people's identity gets wrapped up in uh your gender identity which is weird like the people that interact with you that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then like to see that go away that that does hurt them i don't think it makes it right and i still think it's kind of like a bs thing because i think the identity of a person is based in the Whole spectrum of who they are, and everybody goes through changes of different types. Yeah, not be it like fucking you know transition of a haircut or something like that. But um, no, the the look was perfect. She, Pull my
2: family apart. Yeah, my last haircut. Yeah, oh God, this yeah. is <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> Haircuts
1: are a choice, Mom.
0: Redhead, really? We are a brunette family.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I saw a doctor. <laughs> they said I needed this cut.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. I a learned lot.
1: it from watching you.
0: <laughs> the last word I want to have on that is just. Because I think we might... Like, Hair we, dye is
2: not cosmetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's reconstructive.
1: Are you saying your center part is who you are? Yes. <laughs> okay, just so we're clear. <laughs> also, for those of you, because this is a podcast meme, you can't see it. Amy's the only person on this I planet. I don't have a
2: center part today. It's like <laughs> it, almost a center it's part. It's almost
1: a center part, but she's like one of the only people on this planet that can pull it off. So
2: if you do ever see you can her...
0: only, just, only just pull it off. Yeah. You're walking on thin ice,
2: though. <laughs> it's not a center part today,
0: <laughs> and it looks and and it looks great. But yeah, just to go back to that, the last thing I want to say on that is, I think that we might have been we might be speaking from a place of privilege because we had relatively positive transitions. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Compared to some people, like okay, certainly well, I mean, like, There, will always be people. Yeah, watching that I will concede. It's just, it, I think that there needs part of the narrative needs to be that the other we can't take a monopoly on suffering when we are transitioning. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I feel like that is part of the narrative. Part of it is the whole idea that you're not allowed to feel sad because I'm doing something for me and like trans trans people are victimized and I'm going through all of the suffering. And that is true. All of that is true. But you don't have a monopoly on suffering and you do have to recognize that the other people in your life do need to do the best with the tools that they have and they need to be mature about it. And they need to put in the work because a relationship is a two way street. Yeah. But they are also allowed to be miserable as along with you. You know what I mean?
2: Although like something about the movie choosing to tell the story in that way. No, but that's a problem. That
0: is a problem. The way that they told that story is bad
2: because (laughs) they, they chose to tell the story of Gerda of, I, like, I kind of feel that that was the emotional mm-hmm. arc of the movie was Gerda's trouble. Yeah, which I uh, Understanding her <laughs> husband's transition and, like, cause she was the most sort of sympathetic. Yeah. And she was the most, I think, like, virtuous and selfless yeah. and good person in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if that was intentional, though. I yeah, don't know if
0: like, that's us reading into
1: it. <laughs> no, no, no. I honestly think, because, I mean, like, thinking really like, just in screen time and stuff like that, like, I think, like, just on, like, a logistical standpoint... I think Gerda was, like, the The main character? Yeah. Even though, again, this is kind of, like, this will come back to the whole thing, like, Mm -hmm. this is written by a cis person, directed by a cis person, acted by a cis person. Yeah. And the focus is the cis character.
0: Interesting thing about you saying that is that I was reading, there was actually a controversy because she got nominated for the Oscar for the Best Supporting Actress, Mm -hmm. but there was a controversy because she was on screen too much to be a supporting actress, and the Academy actually argued that that doesn't necessarily apply.
1: Really? Oh, that is BS. Yeah. Um,
0: Which, again, like, I think that, yeah, she probably kind of was the main character. But the problem with the production of it is I could see a cis person who is acting toxic and not doing the work in the relationship to see this character and feel validated and come yeah, to the, come to some of the same exactly. conclusions we did and feel validated and Look say, at how
2: selfish trans people are. Look at how well, hard Look at how my selfish my life. your at, spouse is. And
1: look at how brave you are for standing yeah, up. Yeah,
2: look how brave and selfless you have been. Yeah. By by supporting your spouse this far, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And I would agree, Pat yourself on the back.
1: And I agree with all this as well, And but like one thing I'll bring up as well is like, there is, does need to be more support for partners of trans people going through whatever they're going through, because there's mm-hmm. not a lot, there's at least some for us, but mm-hmm. there's like not a lot for the other end of it. Mm-hmm.
0: But also, you know, if a cis person watches this and thinks that they are the real victim in the situation, like in the, and they think that they have a monopoly oh, on yeah, suffering no, as a result of it, that would be a bad takeaway. And to come bring it around, this movie is bad representation.
1: Oh, no, 100%. Yeah. I think the jury's in bad representation. Say aye. 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 Knock, aye. knock. Aye. Um, also, too, like, this is just like if you want to, like, on a purely cinematography, Standpoint. It's well shot. Every framing is beautiful. It honestly looks like a painting in a lot of the shots, even with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a
2: YouTube channel about that. Yeah,
1: was, uh, yeah like I just and About every on frame being a painting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. There was one scene, though, I wanted to bring up just in particular that had poor taste. I thought it was the scene where uh, Eddie Redmond's character uh, started putting on the dress. It was naked in the mm-hmm. theater and started, like, holding up the dresses. The music felt like a horror movie in that moment. Well,
0: especially because they were doing, like, the wild horses scene from uh, Silence of the Lambs yeah. with the tuck. and.
1: Oh, yeah, no. But, I mean, like, it's also, too, like, and this is, like, it was a horror movie, but also I really appreciated Andrew Redman's dick in that mo- moment. I, I am that glad was, we got to see 14. That, that was the best supporting was actor it, of that movie. Was it
2: his dick, or was it a prop, a dick? prop dick? Prop dick or, like, sub, substitute I'm dick? I'm
1: scared to think if that was a real dick, because that was, that was some... <laughs> yeah. Here's the question. Well, that's a normal is looking the dick. Fir- is is this that, the first- it's been a while since I've seen dick.
0: Is this the first instance <laughs> I'm gonna of... i look p- at porn. You guys
1: keep talking. Is this the first
0: instance of appropriating girl dick? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they did not even mention the mouthfeel. Yeah, well, why are
1: people not talking about mouthfeel?
0: Okay, so peen good. good. Everybody agree? Peen yeah, good?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah, peen good. Peen good. Han's good. <laughs>
0: Hans, good. Okay, we can talk about Hans. Oh,
1: thank God, I've been holding so back. Hans so Hans was
0: a character that they made up. For. Hans was made up. Gerda was I a don't lesbian. Really care. A child. Yeah. Okay. So first, just, there was this handsome guy, looked kind of like if Vladimir Putin was a like not spoiled by evil and was <laughs> very attractive and was a wonderful, a good, ca- a good supportive good, person vir- virtuous for Gerda. Putin. Yeah, yeah was a good Persever. ally and was just a. a, a Saving grace for this movie.
2: I love that scene where he, where he was like, "Yeah, I kissed him. He was cute." <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, you're all, is... you're you're also go- cute and going through a hard time, and also your relationships kind of <laughs> falling apart. Want to go out?
1: There's the bi representation that we need.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But anyways,
1: um, no, the whole again, I'll get on and again, but it's the whole fucking cheating thing. It's just like, oh look, you have a trans person in your marriage. Well, fuck whoever you want. You monogamous okay. bastards.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the rendezvous with the artsy fuck boy
2: so there's this scene where oh god they're about to like fuck and then he dead names her and it's like by the way I clocked you
0: the whole time I knew you were the guy and it's okay because I'm gay
2: okay yeah so
1: just so we're clear for this is people watching this if you're thinking like this is like a, maybe gonna be a how to to pick up uh, to the chasers to pick up on uh, trans chicks uh, here let us give you a one-on-one of not not to do uh, don't so, fucking dead name us during the intercourse.
0: Because it was beforehand as well when there was like the... Uh, what was it? Uh, you didn't ask permission to kiss me. Oh, I was afraid I couldn't risk you saying no.
1: Which is just not... That whole scene was
2: kind no, of No, that beautiful. guy was very... He was a creep. Creepy. creepy. And a chaser. Although in the end, you know, he put on a scarf and like a cute hat and became like an artsy boy. Yeah, then and then he became a gay best friend. So, so this is actually
1: an allegory for the alt, right? So basically, uh, if you
2: push
0: yourself on a woman against her will, you have the chance to become her gay
2: best friend. I mean... It's, it is lost. Is
1: that atonement? Is that enough atonement? <laughs> like if it's just like I too <laughs>
2: have changed genders to get away from creepy gay boys. <laughs> <laughs> what about the
0: medical stuff that they kind of di- talked about just to get her into the medical system Okay, but didn't Right, really like her follow nose, The, the nosebleed and the cramp, monthly cramps. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I think there is some allusion to that being like, I don't know. Originally, I was told something to do with like anxiety or panic attacks, but then the nosebleed. Now I say that doesn't make any but sense. But no, the way she was s- having
2: monthly nosebleeds and stomach cramps. Oh
1: yeah, no. Let's let's get all that. How about we take a look at the metaphors of this movie? There's like
2: this weird psychosomatic. Menstruation that she was going through, There's a character and I don't know what down. they were trying to achieve with that.
0: But like, was that supposed? Because they didn't mention it, and I don't know if maybe that's something that the real Lily Elb suffered from. But that is just the weirdest, like, essentialist. Well, see, and it this is no the point in the movie.
2: This is the problem of having a movie that is based on a true story. But doesn't try at all to be historically accurate mm-hmm. is yeah. that we have no fucking idea what to take from this.
1: Well, even like you were saying, you're doing the research. Like this movie says she had two surgeries, but like she had what, five?
2: She had five, and she didn't die on the second stage. She didn't die on the labioplasty. She died from an attempted uterus implant. Which would probably kill somebody now. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah,
1: but, like we were, like, they were doing pretty good.
2: Mm hmm. So
0: then what was the point of the like, nosebleeds and cramps.
2: Yeah, she, like, had a nosebleed the first time she kissed a guy, which, like, moved. But <laughs>
1: I have that, also watched anime. That is also, yeah, that is a, that's that's the trans woman's natural uh, self-defense mechanism. If you're just making out guy, you don't really want it, but you don't want to end it. You're just, like, nosebleed. Just spray
2: blood from yeah. your I, <laughs> hidden I, membranes. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. That's a fucking uh, as a fucking MCR place in the background.
2: <laughs> so, there was some hints of performativism in this that I'm not sure they followed through on, but they're interesting.
0: Yeah, because there was the whole idea that after transition, Lily didn't want to paint anymore because that was part of her old self and had the kind of funny line where it was, you know, I don't want to be a painter. I want to be a woman. And then uh, uh, Greta's like, you know, some people do both. Greta. Which I feel like, oh, Greta? Greta. Sorry. Greta? Greta. Greta. Gouda. Gre- G- 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 Gouda. So, what, so there's I feel like I've done that like where I've especially like early in yeah. transition said like kind of sexist stuff in a way to like affirm
1: Yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is kind of getting into more like cliché territory. Yeah, than which I mean, early
0: on is kind of like I don't want to wear pants, women don't wear pants and then some of the woman looking at you you're like mm-hmm. fucking uh, uh. and I'm like, "You know what I mean?"
2: <laughs> there's a line that she says which is, "I feel like I am performing myself or something?" Yeah. Which was interesting they didn't really do much with it. Well, I guess it's the idea. There's like the reluctance of her to go back into boy mode.
0: Yeah, which is the idea that the boy self has always felt inauthentic, which I feel like there's some truth and to And now that there's yeah. an
2: alternative, it's withering away. Yeah, but I, I mean, it,
1: I, yeah, I actually, oddly enough, kind of relate to that. No, I, L- I do too. Yeah, because I thought like my, like my old boy self and stuff like that, I felt was always a combination of what I viewed the masculine condition to be. I was mm-hmm. like I this is what I'm going to build based on misery. This. Yeah, it, misery is a big part of it oddly enough and to I be still, male
2: is to be immiserated.
1: Yes, <laughs> and I carry that part with me to this day. And to but, be
2: emasculated is happy.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, I like there's parts of it that I, I try to take the best of everything. I remember even back in high school doing things that I didn't I didn't think were good. No, 100%. And, like, but I I did them because I saw other guys doing them. I was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be a guy. I will do that thing." Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time too like it takes The joys and stuff like that, coming back to the idea of the whole, like, doesn't want to paint
2: anymore because it's a woman. Um, Which is apparently part of the real story.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah, Yeah. and maybe for the original source material. But at the same time, like, there's, you know, for any trans person listening now, like, you know, a lot of you will like the same shit that you do afterwards. Like, it's just, like, you'll like it maybe in a different way.
2: Well, and you might not, and that's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, people change, and if you don't, like, if you want to do different things for whatever reason, that's cool. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: because i mean like even if you don't transition if you're not trans even if you're cis hat white as they come you will do different things in your lifetime and that's okay
0: yeah and it's i guess to the certain point where you have to wonder like what is attached to my gender identity and what's just my specific taste
1: Well, it's when you start getting down this rabbit hole, you realize the whole idea of gender identity is kind of bullshit in the most part.
0: Yeah, it's just like some of it is one thing and some of it is the other thing. And most things that you like and dislike have a lot of different factors like and are tied to like many different parts
1: of your identity it's never just one thing or another
2: no i think gender is whether you like sports or not
1: yeah no it's uh it's which sports you like uh it's yeah whether, it's whether when you go to said sport event do you wait in line for the bathroom or do you not like that is the only difference in gender
2: <laughs>
0: going just going to the to the clinic it's like well you have all of the signs of uh gender dysphoria and you meet all that criteria but you kind of like hockey and that's
2: just not going to yeah. fly. I mean, that's how, like, gatekeeping was in the 70s. It's true.
1: <laughs> just, like, if you're going to be a woman, you're going to have to like lacrosse. I don't understand it. Our science can't explain up. it, but field hockey you and can,
0: lacrosse. You cannot get married to a man if you like field hockey. That's and if just you not... <laughs> like
1: football, you only like football when it's the Super Bowl. And you have to like whoever your husband's team is. And you say, go orange, guys.
0: And if you don't like hockey, you are being deported from Canada. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, like if you like hockey and you're a woman, you go to gender prison with Jordan Peterson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, with is he is gender is Jordan Peterson also in gender prison? He's
2: in gender prison yeah. for using the wrong pronouns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm a man. It's, okay, Jordan, calm down. Get back in the cell. Uh, Throws him
0: down. The the prison is just like a single cage in the center of Ottawa, and it only has Chardon Peterson.
1: (laughs) And David Suzuki. No, David Suzuki is there for some reason.
0: (laughs) And Chardon Peterson put himself there.
1: It's one of those like magic stunts like David
2: Blaine used to do. He's
1: like, watch us like sit in this cage and don't use proper pronouns for five days. I'm gonna, it's
2: a public art statement. I'm gonna
0: sit. I'm gonna sit in this cage and eat only steak until they repeal the the trans bill. They're
1: gonna take away. It. Until they get rid of the trans mountain pipeline, I will not rest, Mister Peterson. No, maybe
2: that's what the meat thing is. It's like a bizarre hunger strike. <laughs> I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna like, give myself gout. The SJWs need the to stop,
2: limb. or else Jordan Peterson is gonna get scurvy.
1: <laughs> this is all of, I care about. Jordan you know Peterson. what? I
0: am, I am going to detransition to save this poor man, <laughs> yeah. and I challenge you to do the same. <laughs> Sew it back on. <laughs> We need to save Mr. Peterson.
1: No, you don't call a doctor. You just hold your nose while you sneeze, and pops right back. <laughs> Everyone knows that's how surgery works.
0: We've come so far since the 20s. Oh, okay. the 20s. Any, any final thoughts on The Danish Girl?
1: Um, hey, you know what? If you ever decide to try shrooms and <laughs> just like, oh, what am I going to watch?
2: Please don't.
1: Don't watch this movie. It's watch, long. Watch, it's sad. watch Book of Life. That movie on shrooms, and I'm... Definitely not a hundred percent. Speaking from experience, is not one of the best movies you will watch on Shrooms. So
0: go watch a Guillermo del Toro movie instead of this one. If oh, you had weird a weird Papa, if you had a bad breakup during transition, and want to revisit that there you could there's a movie for you if you just want to be miserable
1: yeah also under no circumstances watch this with your pre-transition partner it is super awkward. or any cis people just yeah <laughs> actually burn this movie get rid of your netflix subscription uh subscribe to uh blizzard tv uh which is i believe a porno site dedicated entirely to blizzards i have no idea where that i thought i on.
0: thought that was just gonna be like i don't know like Overwatch. Um, oh yeah, no, you know what,
1: go watch Overwatch. Yeah, go wa- go there, look. Play- there is only one gender, and it is Winston. Yeah, go
2: watch The Shape of Water, which is the only good trans representation movie. I will not be elaborating on that.
0: <laughs> Don't at me. Stay tuned for our next episode where we watch Shape of Water.
2: <laughs> it's actually
0: not
1: the worst idea. No, like, I, I feel
2: like there's no, there's probably actually, something in there.
1: Yeah, we're not watching Shape of Water. We're just watching Hellboy, but I've cut out the parts with only Abe. So it's uh, it's a, it's a pretty straightforward movie. All right, so that pretty much sums up our show today. Thank you for the inaugural episode of um, Tranifesto. You're welcome. Uh, oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'd like we to did this you. for you. Yeah, we'd like to thank Booster for lending us her couch. Our Booster is our unofficial mascot. She has a cat that uh, just uh, doesn't like to do a lot, just kind of lies
2: there.
0: We um, could all learn a lot from a lazy it's cat. Not
2: actually a cat. It's a trans woman. Yeah, exactly. This is. Definitely <laughs> completed her everyone transition. Knows, <laughs> everyone knows that this is the final stage of transition.
1: Is just being a cat. Um,
0: Lily El died on her fifth tra- fifth uh, surgery, where they had tried to uh, surgically attach cat ears. They
1: finally figured out her persona. <laughs> um, so yeah. Until next time, uh, just remember uh, nothing fucking matters. So just enjoy what you. There like. are. Anyways. There's
0: no good representation. Everything is bad and we're all going to die alone and you can follow us on Twitter at
1: oh yes uh, we do have a Twitter it is uh, at uh, Tranifesto P-O-D, uh, P-O-D. Uh, if you follow at Tranifesto, there is a really cool girl on there uh, she's awesome but she is not us so please follow Tranifesto Pod for more updates and if this does even okay like as in one of our moms likes it then, uh, we my mom is not watching this. No, that's fair enough. Your mom can't watch Listening a podcast. It's okay. Um, <laughs> 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 get my How no
0: dare, dare you say what a woman can't All do. All right, anyways. How have a good night, everybody. How dare you, you are going to play out. 99 red balloons
2: running in the summer sky. <lively. red> <red laughs> <guys. red laughs>